Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Shadow. Today was Thursday. It is now Friday at 725 in the morning. So today I had... So I went to the shop today at 6 o'clock thinking I was going to be... Well, you know, I had to run some errands and stuff. When you're like a business owner, there's plenty of things you got to do that you don't get paid for. It's just so you can be focused when you're doing the things that you are. I try not to even think about money, to be honest. I'll, I'll, that's a whole nother conversation, though. So on the mission, I went to work doing my thing, had my focus, had my vision to get my pieces knocked out. I was doing the tattoo for my buddy Leo's chick, and I was doing a cover-up on her lower stomach. It was going to be a watercolor abstract uh, flower. So when I get there, she had decided she wanted something different. It was going to turn into like this henna vibe. So I just do these like freehand henna designs. They come out sick as fuck. You know, my clients love them. It's a vibe, you know, something positive. But when I got there, you know, it just kind of evolved into something different. So I walk in the door and he was like, hey, this other guy's waiting for you in the lobby. I was like, hey, what's up, bro? I was like, oh, what's your name? He said, Sal. I was like, oh, I was like, when's your appointment? Because I knew I had an appointment with him and he was from out of town. And I was like, well, if he's from out of town, hopefully I did not double book myself. Well, lo and be motherfucking hold. I double book myself. So I was like, bro, I was like, uh, your appointment's six o'clock. He's like, yeah, his appointment, whatever time his appointment was, he went straight from the airport to the shop. I had confirmed it in my text messages, but not in my calendar, like a fool, but I got a lot of moving parts in my life. You know, like I'm, I'm a man of many, many situations. So, so he understood he was super chill about it. I was like, bro, I will obviously kill this shit for you. Had to still design it for him. So what we did was I, I, had him come back four hours later um which is super whack but it was my only option and he was like he understood i was like you're sure you're not shitty you know he was like nah bro i understand you know things happen i was like bet well the universe has a plan man that's the whole bigger point of this whole conversation the universe is not going to make something like that happen if there's not a bigger plan for it so my original appointment time for him would have been four hours um we ended up staying like fucking six hours on him. He came back at like mid or like 11 o'clock and the appointment didn't start till midnight and it's seven in the morning and I just left. So he got this abstract watercolor clock like a pocket watch. So I stayed, uh, I, I took a picture of his arm. I designed it to fit on his arm a certain way, fucking plotted it all out with him, showed him all the reference pictures that I had found and then just built it there in front of him. And then I drew my stencil in front of him and, you know, long story short, I sat there and, and, and murdered it. So while we're sitting there talking, chopping it up about life and shit, like it just kind of, it just, I'm just, I'm just realizing as I'm sitting there, like I'm super fucking grateful that, I got the blessing to be able to do this shit. Like I'm, like I'm, like I'm blessed to have this talent, this ability. I'm blessed to have my own shop where I can work till seven in the morning and I have to fucking answer to anybody. Just like the people that work for me don't have to answer to anybody because I wouldn't have hired them if I needed them to fucking ask for permission before they busted ass at their job. If anything, if they were staying crazy late, I'd be proud of them, not not requiring permission. But having said that, I killed it, busted ass on it, did my thing. And uh, we got done. He's like, dude, I am so much happier with this than I would have imagined. He's like, everybody in North Carolina was like, why do you go all the way to Indiana to get tattooed? He's like, you'll see. He's like, my fucking artist is a beast. He's like, I've always wanted to get tattooed by this guy. And I, I didn't get anything done by him before I moved out of there. He's like, nah, I've been out of here for a couple of years. And, and I just really want a piece by you. So I was, I'm just super, super proud that he, that he did that. And, you know, it's crazy how, like, I was saying to him, he's like, man, I just can't believe you're staying overnight, and I can't believe it's five or six in the morning, and you're still fucking killing it. He's like, how are you doing this? And I was like, man, I say this all the time on my Snapchat, like, when you, 
you I said, you know, you're picking the right artist when they tattoo at work for eight hours, making art on the clock and then go home and paint for like five or six hours off the clock. I was like, I want the person doing my permanent body work that that goes home and does it for free. You can tell a lot about somebody when they go do the same thing they're getting paid at work for for free, like knowing that I literally could go back to work and do it and, and charge somebody for it all night long. I'm at home doing it just to hone my craft and just because I man i run to art art is my sanctuary Uh, there's plenty of things in life i don't want to focus on or dwell on art saves me from that it's like my pacifier from pain i swear to god but anyway long story long i was like um i was like man you know you know you got the right artist when the person is staying up all night long making art on canvas and i was like man there's really not that much difference working on canvas and working on skin except for the blessing like what a huge compliment for somebody to wear your artwork forever like that's that's everything like what a huge what a huge honor that you're going to be wearing my design from this this one thursday every time when you look down at your forearm when you're 75 fucking years old you're looking at what i designed this thursday so how the hell am i not going to stay awake through the night to take care of your shit you know what I'm saying? Like, and to, and, to, and to put everything I have into it. So I did. I laid out all my colors. I put my soul into this piece. I made it abstract. He gave me as much freedom as I needed to really bring it into fruition. And I did it. And we got done and he was ecstatic. So I just wanted to take the time to say, man, when you find something that you're that passionate about, that you would not only put the effort into it. Hold on, I'm going to take a drink real quick. When you find something that you're so passionate about, that you would sacrifice, I guess, the comfort of going home and going to sleep or you would just stay awake all night long working on it or the same shit. They say when you find something that you would do for free that you can do for a living, you've, you never work a day in your life. A man that, that does something that he loves never works a day in his life. Well, I think the, the trick to finding your passion in life and, and making a career move out of it is to figure out what you would do for free and be so immersed in it and focus on it so hardcore and put everything you are into it so much so that by the time you find the way to make the money off of it be so good at at pursuing this passion that people pay you for this passion and then you almost it's like too good to be true like i get to pay i get paid to do something i love so fucking much i would do it for free i still do it for free i still draw all day long for free tattooing is just another medium like when you when you paint on a canvas you can only share that with so many people and you already know it's only going to be really valuable after you're dead unless you're one of like one in a billion people that gets known for their artwork enough while they're alive that their artwork becomes worth what it is. Basquiat was one of the last people to ever get famous while he was alive enough that his paintings were worth millions and now they're worth like 30 and 40 million for one painting and just name dropping him is worth something. You feel me? Like his sketches on paper were worth $200,000 just because... the value that was instilled in it because of who this man was and what he meant to the culture so that's what i'm i want to mean something to the culture so much so that my signature is worth money let alone my sketches on paper and lord knows all this time while the world is barely looking over my direction i've accumulated thousands and thousands and thousands of drawings and designs and paintings and motherfucking watercolors and airbrushes and tattoos i have 8600 plus clients right now that i could literally name you well not name you like i'm not i'm not fucking you know I could name a lot. I named several thousand of them. I could not name no eighty six thousand or eighty six hundred. But the the fact of the matter is, when you find something that you're this passionate about, that that you can just wax poetical into your phone at seven thirty in the morning about, because you're so excited that you fucking found it, 
and you're 12, 13, 14 years deep into that same career, that's when you know you found it. And I think when I when I teach my classes at the Children's Bureau and they and and I'm trying to inspire them on how to find this thing that they're passionate about, I talk about it the same way. Like it's that like if video games are the things you're passionate about, then you don't try to like not have a real job and go play video games all day long. You try to you try to get so good at playing the game that you either get paid to be a professional gamer or you start learning how to make the game or you you find some kind of like middle ground between playing it and making it that that you can get paid for or that can generate money or that you can get a sponsor for so you don't have to worry about making money while you're doing it long story short if that was the case imagine how many more hours you would work at this career i don't know the other you know sometimes what i'll say is like uh when you can find something that like let's say you won the lottery and you were independently wealthy and you didn't have to worry about any money what would you do with all your time if you had all the money that you ever needed or all the money in the world what would you do with your time then now now focus on what the fuck that is and think all right how can i find a way to get closer to that while i do need money and is there any facet within that that there's money i can generate when i go to these tattoo conventions so so it costs like a thousand dollars roughly to have a booth at the tattoo convention and then you got to fly to that state then you got to get a rental got to do all this shit but while you're there you're tattooing so your tattooing is what you're charging at for at your booth right so that's how you pay back all the costs to be there you might break even you might make a little bit of profit or you might find some loopholes where you make a bunch of profit but the focus is Let's say you didn't make it to be a big enough artist that you could go to these conventions. Well, I'm sitting at the convention and there's people selling paintings right next to me at the booth. There's people selling t-shirts. There's people with t-shirt lines. Like, So if if your focus was to work tattoo conventions and you hadn't made it to be a, a tattoo artist yet, you could do something else there. It costs a lot of money, but the money would be made back doing this thing that you love. Or maybe just being at the right place at the right time. I don't know. I kind of got distracted there trying to explain like... The, the point is not to make money. The point is to find a way to be happy and to, and to try to make enough money while being happy so you can pursue your passion. While pursuing your passion, if you can make even more money making your passion come to life, then it's like you're getting paid to fucking have fun, man. Like, I don't know. Be like getting paid to podcast. Like, I love talking. I talk all day long to my clients. I'm super passionate about psychology and understanding how, how the human mind works. So if I could get paid to podcast... I, like all these millions of people on my Snapchat. My God, I don't get paid to Snapchat and I'm still super passionate about it. So if I could find a way to get paid off of my fucking podcasting, oh my God. I'll be traveling the world doing my motherfucking podcast vibe while, while on the road. So I'm fitty bouts too. I'm going to hit the road, take my podcast vibe with me, start start unlocking these little secret missions that I'm working on. You guys are going to be so proud of your boy and I'm going to bring you with on a journey. And then as I get there, once I get there, I'm going to bring you guys up with me and show you how I did it and show you how to do it. Holla at your motherfucking boy. It's been 11 minutes with your boy Shadow. Have a good day. Stay motivated. Stay positive. And I'm out.